everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, amazing peoples like uh, Darren, Cole, and Josh, but uh, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And I'm back from Jack in, in San Diego, so uh, this mm. week we're... <laughs> This week we're doing a, a set review for the D Lyrical Booster Set 1 Lyrical Melody. Um, so this is the fishing season, even though they're not mermaids anymore. Okay, they're still on a big whale. That counts or something. The whales are mammals. Oh, forget it. I don't care. It's whatever. Fishing season. Uh, so those who haven't heard this before, like uh, usual... Go through everything from the highest rarity down through the double R's, and then any commons or rares that interest us. But because Matt and I were barely paying attention to begin with, I'm going to leave that up to root beer. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, uh, I was barely paying attention uh, by have, the end of it. I have been talking to some people about these cards. Okay, uh, good. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, I have some idea, but yeah, it's gonna be weird. All right, so They're mostly bad. Mm, something like that. So normally it's, you know, a person would get, like, that guy gets two nations, that guy gets two nations. Because this is all one nation, we're just going to go two cards at a time. Whatever. It, it, it's, you know, two for each person, and then repeat the cycle. You don't care. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, let's kick it off. Okay, so we start with Ernest Correct Leader Clarissa, grade 3, 13k for Sonar Ride, la la la. So, when it's placed on Vanguard by riding up from the grade 2, you can counterblast what? Search your deck for an order card aimed to be the strongest idol. Reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle your deck. Then, when Zune's attack hits, draw a card, choose one of your rear guards with Ernest correct in its name, and it gets power plus 5,000 until end of turn. So, and then I have to actually read the order, otherwise this card makes no sense. So, <laughs> what you're saying is that Clarissa has to explain it all. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for weeks to make that joke. Okay, sorry. Claim <laughs> to be the strongest idol is a grade three normal order. So, you play it if you have five or more units with Ernest Correct in different with different card names. And until end of turn, all of your Ernest Correct units get power plus five thousand. And if your opponent's Vanguard is grade three or greater, choose your Clarissa. It gets uh, Vanguard continuous when it was attack. Atta- choose three opponent's units on Vanguard or Rearguard circle, and it battles all units on the chosen circles. Okay. So they need five with different names? Yes. There are exactly five units with Ernest Correct in their names. Oh, vomit. I hate this card. Oh, so man. If it, if it didn't have that condition, the idea... It, and need your opponent to be grade three already, I believe, right? Yes. Did I, did I hear that correctly? Okay. So your opponent needs to be... So so the kind of the idea, I guess, is like... If if you play the order, you get to hit all three of your opponents front row, draw three cards, and get fifteen k occasionally, mm-hmm. and like feel really cool about it. But as it stands, like you're probably a not doing it. Like you're you can't do it on your first ride, in which you'll just draw a card and get five k probably. Mm-hmm. And then you might not even be able to do it on the second one, depending on what you can find. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing that like searches for. I guess like. No, you're right. Yeah. Line searches for it, and then okay. uh, the su- the support card for or are one of the Ernest Correct units also searches more. So you, I think if you have most of, you should have four off of your ride line, and if you use the ride line to grab the grade two that searches, so you, you just need to find, to find like one two. more. 
I think you, you just need to find one. Gotcha. Can you find whatever the other one is? Gotcha. So, well, it's, uh, actually, it, your ride line only checks top seven, so you could just brick it. Oh, Oof. sick. <laughs> God. I was going to say, this, this gets as good as the amount of earns correct cards you have, because then it just becomes that Highlander deck where you're like, all right. But if there's only five of them with that name, then uh, you're you're working with uh, no bumpers on the bowling lane here. So, uh, and all for the, like, okay, the ceiling of what you're doing is draw some cards and attack the front row. Does that win you the game? No. 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 So. And being a three three attack deck, lol. Yeah. Kind of. It's a three attack, but hitting six things. Okay. <laughs> or five <laughs> things, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you could actually use the order consistently, it would be a pretty good grind deck. But, like, you probably can't. Like, and also, like, if you're playing against this deck and you have a way to retire anything, you just, like, think about what they're searching. Like, just make that mental note of that and, like, blow up those things. And, like, obviously make a mental note of their dry checks. And, like, mm -hmm. you get to kind of, like, even if it happens once, it's probably not happening very, like, it, d double doubling up on it might be hard. Yeah. Orphist would have, like, a field day against this. Because not only do you not care, where you're like, fine, hit my tokens. Uh, but also, it, it's got, like, so many things that retire that it's just like, okay, screw you then. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So... Moving on. Okay, we're only going downhill from here. <laughs> it gets worse. Yeah. So Archangel of Twin Wings, Alestiel. It's great. I'm not going to read their grades anymore. That's stupid. I don't know why I keep doing that. So at the beginning of your main phase, choose a card from Bind Zone. Put it into your hand. If you put a card, bind the top card of your deck face up. And then White Wings, which is active when you have odd units in your Bind Zone. Uh, during your turn, it gets Power Plus 5,000, Critical Black 1. And then black wing continuous during your turn, all of your opponent's unit gets power plus mi uh, get power minus five, and black wings is active when you only have even grades. And I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but zero is an even number. Yes, I think we I think it was during tangents, uh, Patreon.com/slash/Nexus at night. But uh, yeah, it, it sucks that it's only odd or only even. Like it's not like you add them up and then get the number from it. Well, there's I, I think like the way it's um, processes are always be like one card. Mm hmm. So, like, basically, like, you get to draw an extra card a turn, which is pretty nice, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, and, this actually, there is a triple R that binds itself, so you could potentially have two. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so you're not gonna have too, too many cards. But I mm -hmm. believe there's a lot of cards that can, like, fix cards in your bind zone, like, from themselves, too. Yes. And then, like, you know, so you have, like, some ways to adjust it, more than likely. And I believe there's a card that, like, deterministically puts a card in your mind, so... Uh, if I... I we'll, we'll get to those when we come up to them, but... Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think, like... And is there a card... That, uh, and, 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 so, cards that I would look for for this is where, where you can activate both the effects. But even if you mm -hmm. get both the effects, like, this card is... not interesting. Like... <laughs> Plus 5k to front row, it gains 5k in a crit, is whatever. For meeting, like, a double condition, basically. Like, for meeting, like, even if you meet the double condition. But it is, like, counterblast free, which is pretty relevant. 
Oh, that is mm-hmm. nice. I mean, I don't know. Going by the aesthetic and what the like the description of the effects is, like they're explaining. Okay, there's the white wings and the black wings. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine for something very simple, which is five mm-hmm. K in a crit or five K to your front row. If Vanguard, if Overdress had like not Bruce kind of decks in it or like Bastion and games went on for a really long period of time, I could see something like this being powerful mm. because you're drawing an extra card a turn. You're, you know, you're can constantly set up attacking the crit every turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know who else mm-hmm. can do that sort of is uh, a prison. True. And, and that's by a drive check and not by an extra card. Well, that also costs a CB, yeah? For the extra drive check? No, you just have to have the three in prison. Oh, right. You can get that however For some reason, I thought it was uh, part of the effect. No, no, no. no. It's uh, yeah. counterblast one in prison, two things, and that's it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Matt, get, Matt gets one of the interesting ones. That's true, somehow. So I get uh, the card I like the most, which is Heartfell Song, Laurel and the Roll. Uh, so it's little, it's the, the green cat girl. Uh, so it has an act for counterblast one. Choose a face-up song from your order zone and sing it. Uh, activate the ability of the song and turn it face down after resolving that ability. And then it has another auto that when it attacks, if you, if your order zone has two or more face-down cards, choose a face-up song from your order zone, sing it, and until end of turn, your opponent cannot call sentinels from their hand to guard circle. So, basically, uh, you get to place the song in order. The how to how to describe this? Uh, <laughs> so basically, there are these so- these set orders in this in in, in a lyrical monasterio. You mm-hmm. put it into your order zone, and then and then you can every t- and basically like the songs all have like certain effects whenever you uh, you turn whenever they're sung by by you know effect that tells you to sing them. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like um... they're kind of double orders because a lot of them also have effects when you put them in the order zone, mm-hmm. and then you can sing it with Laurel Narrow to have a second effect. That's right. So it's kind of like the uh, Night Worlds and Orpist, except they have another effect where you turn them mm-hmm. face down. But then you have also have ways to turn them face up again. So it's going to be kind of like managing, basically keeping the songs you want up, like. Uh, there's, I'm just going to read one song now just to kind of like... For context, clear, yeah. For context. So there's Six Flower Fractals, which is... <laughs> so after a set order is played, put it into your order zone. So you play it, just put it there. And it says, when this card is put into the order zone, you can turn a face down card in your order zone. You may turn it face up. And then an auto in the order zone that when this song is sung, choose the same number of rear guards as the number of face down cards in your order zone and stand them. Choose one of your vanguards, and it gets power plus 10,000 until the end of turn for each unit that was stand by this effect. That's good. Yeah. So this is, uh, so this deck could be a five attack deck, mm-hmm. uh, which has met the condition for an interesting vanguard deck in 2021. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and also, your vanguard is big, huge with a guard restrict. Yep. No sentinels. <laughs> Very that, cool and good. <laughs> and that, that, that second effect is not with a cost it just happens it just happens yes right. so that's yeah uh, i think the only things in this deck that counter blast are this and the triple r support for it which we'll get to mm-hmm. so yeah so that's uh so, so that's uh lauren roll uh 
Any other comments? The best on card in this set. Looks I like, like it. Looks real solid. Um, yeah. So the other card we have going on here is uh, Prismagica Willista. Uh, so this is uh, is this the okay. So this is the gem support. So it has an act on Vanguard Circle. You can Soul Blast one quote true-hearted ruby uh, until end of turn. This unit gets power plus fifteen thousand, and your opponent cannot intercept. Okay. And then it has another cost or another ability, an act on Vanguard Circle. You can Soul Blast one everlasting sapphire. You can look at five cards from the top of your deck, choose up to two unit cards from among them, and call them to open regard circles and discard the rest. And those units get power plus 5,000. See, now that is truly outrageous. So it's Zorga, (laughs) but more convoluted. Yeah, so... Oh, man. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. So so True-Hearted Ruby is an order that says, play it with Counterblast 1, draw two cards, choose a card and discard it, put this card into your soul. Which is actually a fine card. Um, yeah. It sucks that it's counterblast one, but okay. and it's not a plus. It, it is not a plus, but it is uh, it is not a minus also. <laughs> it it becomes a, a soul charge, I guess. It's like a yeah. You, oh, yeah. You're even because you card, have to because you have to soul blast them with Willista, so they just put themselves into soul. Yeah, it's not actually the worst of the cards that that it cares about. the The card that's worse is Everlasting Sapphire, but the ability is pretty good off your Vanguard. So maybe it's okay. So Everlasting Sapphire is a great zero order. Uh, choose one of your units against power plus 5k. Put this into your soul. No cost associated. So maybe it's better in some in, in that sense. Is uh-huh. that you're just like, well, I'm going to shove this into my soul, give something 5k, and then call two units. Yeah. But it does have to call to open. So uh, that mm-hmm. is something to consider. That would have been better. It almost would have been better if they made this a blitz order. and then. I mean, the problem I have with it is that you probably want to play, like, four Everlasting Sapphires, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, which is fine. The card doesn't do much on its own except be a minus one. Mm-hmm. But you do make up that minus later for yeah. for the act. It's I don't know. It's just like wish there wish wish there was like oh I don't know. You're just gonna be like less likely to hit because you know you're playing a bunch of orders. I mean, hit cards you care about really. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like I said, this. This deck is Zorgov with more hoops to go through and less utility. Yeah, I think Willista is like possibly worse than Alestiel in its current state. I think I like the idea that they were going for for Alestiel like a lot more than I like the idea for Willista. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think like the, current I like the st- art. It's cool, cool art. Yeah, it has, I don't it has know. kind of weird thing going on. I don't know. It looks really, like it looks really. St- I can't. Really, it, it looks like like a different, like just like a different. I don't know. I can't explain. Aesthetic. It. It's yeah, it's like the same but different. Mm-hmm. I think it's because like she like, the background is kind of more washed out than she is. But I don't know. Yeah, I. Don't know. I. This is one of the ones I thought could be really interesting. So I'm kind of disappointed with how they executed it. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't think these skills scale particularly well compared to the other. Eh, I don't know. I feel like Clarissa maybe doesn't scale very well either because she relies entirely on that one order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of these designs aren't very future-proof the way that the ride lines in 
for like the TDs and stuff were. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I know we have we didn't really cover the the TD for Monasterio. Is that any good? Like, is that? Worth I mean, it might have been if they actually supported it. The set. Well, that's unfortunate. Oof. Yeah. I have. I'll save the rant for later when we're done with the set. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll put a pin in that. Uh, coming up next, we have a downpouring singer uh, Elkiel. Um. So, uh, auto on rear, when your vanguard is placed, you bind the unit and draw a card. Like, this is a triple R, for some reason. And then, uh, auto, when this card is bound, both white and black wings of your cards are active until your opponent's next turn. That's why. I have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why is it, does it matter that it's active till opponent's next turn? Yes, there are several black wing cards that... That have guard skills. Oh, for rear guard? Yeah. Oh, right I on. see, I see, I see. Sorry, I was thinking about um, Alestiel just doesn't have... Like, imagine if, like, Alestiel's minus 5k to your opponent's front row, uh, or your opponent's units works on opponent's... <laughs> Dude, right? if that, if that, that was the nice? case, I... Like, Magnolia is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alestiel might have been good if they did that. That would have been crazy. That might have been a little too broken, but like oh that, maybe that that's like probably, but that's par for the course for you know Bermuda Triangle related stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had done that. Um, so was there anything else to add about this? I know this was kind of straightforward, but no, nope. no. I mean, no. this is definitely no. one of the cards you're looking for if you're playing that deck, right? Just yes. to activate both uh, white black effects. Yeah, mm-hmm. it um, would be really nice if you could just bind this off the top because waiting until your vanguard is placed means this has to sit around and survive until the end of your opponent's turn. Yeah, uh, I really wish this card, uh, uh, like, just act bind draw rather than... Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, the way it's set up is a little frustrating. Yeah. Yep. Like, you... Like, on the plus side, if you happen to bind this by accident, then, you you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem... Well, the problem is, like... I don't know. Like, if you, like, can't find another one of your Vanguard, which does happen, mm-hmm. uh, this card's just kind of like... Dead. I would really like to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, actually, no, I was going to say, God forbid you buy a copy of your Vanguard, but you'll just get it back the next turn, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that's assuming you survive. Uh, there's uh, Lovingly watch Watching Over uh, Otiri... Um, so another another grade three uh, auto on rear when you play True Hearted Ruby, if your Vanguard is Willista, this unit gets plus ten k until end of turn, and you may play an additional order this turn. So, right. so you can do both. That's cool. Yep. I guess. Um, yeah, so you can kind of double up Ruby and uh, Sapphire, or you know whatever. Or Emerald. Or continuously spam Ruby over and over if you have a million counter. That's to spare. true. That's true. It is not a once per turn effect. It's just it's like um you know like the minion when you buy like market or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll play all these. <laughs> so that's an auto. When you play if so you can yeah, you can just keep spamming it if you got rubies. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. This thing will be huge. I mi- yeah. I misread that at first because in my head I thought it was just like her thing was on play if you play I don't know. Whatever. Took me a second. Yeah. Um well, you're probably just going to deck out if you do that. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal. You're right. The, <laughs> this is basically just a sword note with extra steps. Yes. <laughs> uh, All right. And that's a triple R. <laughs> yep. No. Like, I think a lot of people are going to say Alestiel was the worst, but I really think Willissa is actually the worst card this set. That's believable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on to less bad cards, we have Caprico of Circling, Circulating Star Ingrid, so grade three. Uh, when it's placed on rearguard circle, other than from hand, counter charge one, choose one of your other rearguards in the same column and stand it. And when this unit attacks, this unit gets power plus 5,000 until end of battle. At the end of the battle, put this on the bottom of your deck. It has to be put there. Oh, that's, uh, that's a rearguard skill. Yeah. Yep. I see. All so... Right. For this Capriccio thing, um, I assume there's some unit that allows you to play things. Yeah. You know. Yes, it's the next card. I don't know why Felty Rosa is after for this card in the set order. This card seems good though. Yeah. Yes. It already makes it seem like I'd want to play this card. Like <laughs> even if even not knowing the other grade three, it would be like if the grade three does anything reasonable. This this seems good. Yeah, this seems yeah. like one of those things where you see it and you're like, I gotta find a way to fit this in. I I will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I need to go read Felty Rosa now to contextualize yes. Yes, that. You do. So, Rondo of Dust Moon, Felty Rosa, Grade Three, Thirteen K, la la la. Uh, when your drag check reveals a ghost normal unit, you may call that unit to an open front row rear guard circle. There it is. Then if you call counter blast one, this unit gets drive plus one till end the battle. Oh, cool. So, Oh my god. Wait, so even if you hard draw the grade three, you can shove it back in your deck to have an open rear guard circle to call? Yep. Whoa. And you can you can keep doing this if you keep getting uh It's like Spike Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's general safe read. Awesome. <laughs> this is sweet. <laughs> yeah, Felty Rosa is really sweet. I like this card a lot. Uh I think because this set overall is not very good. I think Felty Rosa is missing a bit of power right now. It kind of feels like a worse version of Magnolia as it stands, but mm -hmm. like that could be fixed with more support, which I'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> this rant this rant is gonna be like this is gonna be his Sergeant Pepper. It's gonna be like amazing. Um So so far right. we have not as good Zorga and not as good Magnolia. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And then you have uh, what, Lola, uh, Lola, Lola Neural, Laura Neural. Yeah. Uh, who is, you know, the standout so far. Yeah. Yep. And I assume that will not be changing. <laughs> no, it will not. <laughs> All right. So then the, I believe the last two triple R's here are not actually grade threes. Uh, they're both grade twos. So the first one is over serious president uh, Ikunoa. Equinoa, uh, so Equinoa, Equino something. Equ yeah, Equinoa. Uh, so it has an auto on rear guard that when this unit attacks, if your vanguard sung a song this turn, this unit gets power plus 5,000 till end of turn. Then you can counterblast one, discard a card from your hand, and draw two. Hey, so, somebody say plussing? Hell yeah. I mean, like, placing the songs is, like, technically a minus, which I get. Yeah. And this is a way to kind of, like, you know, get moving. Yeah, I like dig, this card a lot. dig for more. Yeah. This 
Scar can get plus 10k, right? Because you can, like, play two songs. Uh, it's once per turn. Oh, it's once per turn. Right, I'm stupid. Bummer. Uh, oh, man. Could you imagine if the counterblast one discard a card wasn't once per turn? <laughs> discard two, draw four for counterblast two. Yeah. Get your heart out, Bastion. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is a really good card. Well, we we have a form of Chosen Knights. We have an Akinwa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this card is quite nice. Yeah. Yep. And the other one is uh, Earns Correct member Evelyn. So this is the second of the Earns Correct card we've seen, I believe. Yep. yep. Uh, so this is a great two that when it's placed on Rearguard Circle from hand, you can, if your Vanguard is Earns Correct leader Kalisra, you can counterblast one, search your deck for up to one, grade two or less card with Earns Correct in its card name and reveal it. If you have no Rearguards in the same name as this card, call it to an open Rearguard Circle. Or as that card. So basically, if you search for a unique Earns Correct unit to what you have, you get to call it. Uh, mm -hmm. with, you have to it call do, it. You ha what it. So if you don't have it... So if you search for a duplicate, you... Keep it. Okay, so it's a search your deck for up to one grade two card with or less card with Earns Correct in its card name and reveal it. And if you have no rear guards with the same name as that card, call it to a rear guard circle, shuffle your deck. It says nothing about what happens if you search for a duplicate, which I assume means you put it back in your deck and shuffle and put it. Yeah, that's what I would assume too. Oh. What a bizarrely worded card. Oh, that is yeah. weird. <laughs> I thought it was you put it in your hand, and then if you didn't, if it if there was nothing else with that name, you'd call it. No, like, you just reveal it. Obviously, you would never search for a card, but you always kind of want to. The wording should like art. It should already be worded around this, yeah. but whatever. Like, like we all get annoyed with the reminder text, but it is nice for your cards to be idiot proof. Yeah. Like, just say they can't search for it if that were the case. Like yeah. this, if this one, like, let's say, let's say there was there were actually an online client for Vanguard, right? The way this card is worded, you could search for a card that's like you have a duplicate of, and then like on accident, like misclick, right? Mm -hmm. And then like it just wouldn't let you call it. Mm -hmm. It's just like be like, well, you don't get that card actually. It's yeah, like, that's so weird and bizarre. I just don't understand. Also, <laughs> this is a grade two with eight K, which is a thing. Oh yeah, huh? Eight K power. Yikes. Yeah, they did that a lot with this set, which feels unwarranted given how they supported everything else in the other, in the main nations. Yeah, I hate this. Hashtag. We had a I whole episode it. about this and more. More and more, it's looking like this was just a weird thing that they... I think they're just still traumatized by Bermuda Triangle and V. Believable. Can you blame them? Because I certainly can't. Um, let's see. Wait, I, I was trying to look up what episode number that was, or if I was going to put it in the description. Whatever. Figure it out later. Um, it's my turn, I think. Yes. All yep. right. So I I have to say this in my like uh, fabulous fop voice, which is a serenata dedicated to my lady Eleanor. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a grade two, ten k, um, and I have to say that now because they're doing that I hate for whatever reason. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, auto on rear when it attacks, you soul blast two. So this better be worth it, and it gets plus fifteen k until end of that battle. Okay. At the end of the battle, put this unit on top of your deck. That's pretty cool. You lost me. It's wait, a ghost. Wait. It's a ghost. Oh, okay. 
So Good. basically, you can go. All right, I'm gonna attack Soul Blast two. Put it on top. Attack a Vanguard. Call this thing again. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. That's uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a guarantee. Ghost, if you want it, and gets kind of big, but only on the earlier attack, which I kind of don't like. Mm-hmm. I would rather it be not not get power on like the first attack, and then like when you do it the second time. Mm-hmm. It get it, like went like or like it has says like when this is called from deck at fifteen k. I don't know. Maybe that's too good. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe. oh, I randomly called it and didn't actually pay the soul blast to. I don't know. Is the soul cost steep or is it not really? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to deck... do this like three times a game probably. Yeah. Felty Rose is pretty soul heavy. Okay. Um, and then we got uh, contradicting kindness Virginia. So. Grade 2, 10k, at the end of the battle, this unit attacked while boosted. If you played it, played an order this turn, put this unit into your soul and countercharge 1. So, kind of a bubble mine type thing going on here. And this, does this count as set order? I I think if you just played an order. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Like I'm Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That, this that, is actually generic support randomly. Yeah. Yep. Alright, I'm in. <laughs> it's fine. Like... You're not I taking don't... a power cut, like. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. I I would play it if you just have nothing else. Yeah. And your deck is like plays orders. Mm-hmm. Seems good to me. Or uh, anything that involves having to call the open circle, she gets out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Helpful. I'm a fan. That. All right. And then we have talented and elegant Ellis. So the one card that supports Kyrie from the TD. Okay. Uh, grade 2, 10k. When this unit is boosted, if your vanguard is Kyrie, counterblast one, choose up to one card from your hand, call it to open rear guard circle. Wait, what? Because Kyrie is the one that returns the hand. And then, oh, right, and then calls a. Yeah, eh, it's fine. I hate it's... the art, though. The art looks really weird to me. I kind of yeah, like it. Not great. It's Why does w- it have the green? I think it's supposed to be like, um,. When when stage lights are hitting or, or like have a what's that called? On? No, it's just an anime thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's just the green looks weird. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, the art on this is not great. Uh, the eyes are what I, creep me out the most. I think. No, I'll just talk about this now, but like Kyrie as a deck is really convoluted because Bushiroad has decided not to support it in the set. Basically, gotcha. they don't ha- they don't have a ton of cards that actually revolve around the return to hand mechanic i instead i think what they were intending was that you have all of these on play abilities that do basically just have big numbers but like and then you're supposed to return them with kairi mm-hmm. but because you don't have a lot of rear guard support that returns or you don't have any rear guard support that returns things to hand you just end up in this situation where kairi is the only thing opening your rear guard circles so instead of playing it the way Bushi Road intended, what you probably have to do is take a bunch of random cards from other archetypes that get the fuck out of the way and just shove them into Kyrie and hope it works. I hate this. And, and so the end result is you just have a ton of resource costs in everything because you have a random mishmash of cards that weren't meant to work together being shoved into this one deck, and I hate it. So what you're saying is that it is neither talented nor elegant. No. Oh. How the mighty have fallen. Like, I wish this just returned something to your hand while it was at it. 
I mean, it, it's an overcorrection, like you said. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's next? <laughs> uh, we have Unbreakable Talent Henrietta. So, grade 2 10k when this unit is boosted, Soul Blast 1. Increase the power of this unit by the original shield of the unit that's boosting it until end of turn. So, that's a lot of words for power plus 5k. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wait, I mean, no, I guess. boosted by a trigger. Hold on. Yeah, then it becomes plus 15k, and then. But you have to call a trigger, so the only thing you're using this in is Kyrie, and that deck already has way too many Soul Blast costs. Very cool. It's yeah, like it's a very breakable talent. Yeah, Kyrie is a bit of a mess, and this is like the only thing that that really works in. Bummer. I guess you could play it in Willista. I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know why you would. Just I to... guess if you, I guess if you're like Zorg. Like every Zorgo player, and you just mill five triggers with her skill. Yeah, uh, yes, a classic. <laughs> that happens in uh, in Magnolia too with Wild Intelligence. Like front, front, heal. Great, uh, you cool. can call the over trigger and give her plus fifty k. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's one of those things where you do it just out of spite, where you're like, I could guard with this, but this is way funnier. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> I would feel. Imagine losing to that. <laughs> uh, I might actually put this back. I might actually try this out in Kyrie now, just so oh, I can do play that. Because she, like she can return the over trigger back to your hand. You're not losing anything, right? True. But like the the guy like goes up to the uh, the the tournament proctor and is like, "I lost," and he's like, "What happened?" And he goes, "I died to the over trigger." Oh, that sucks. No, no, no. You don't understand. Uh, <laughs> It boosted for 55k. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they bounced at the hand and called it back and attacked for 55k again. God. That'd be so sick. Maybe that's the strat. It's just find the over trigger. Don't actually need to, like, trigger it. Like, that That would be worse. Just draw it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was a thing where it's like, you know, search the over trigger, put it in your hand. Like, I could easily see them doing that just for that. Funny you should mention that. I think there's a common card that just searches two triggers oh oh well i, I would i would search the over trigger and <laughs> just to do it <laughs> all righty right. so uh the next couple cards the first one is fleeting admiration barwell it's a grade two uh it's, it has a black wings ability uh active when your bind has only even grades uh when this unit is placed on rear guard circle you can soul blast three Choose one of your opponent's units for every two of your rear guards with even grades. They get power minus 5,000 till end of turn. Then your opponent puts all their power, zero or less, rear guards on the bottom of their deck in every or in any order. Same unit cannot be chosen twice. Right. So this is never killing anything. Well, with your vanguard having the passive oh, minus I 5k... See. Yeah. Oh, it actually can kill your opponent's whole board. Except for yeah. grade threes, yeah. Except, except yeah. for the part where you need to have even grade units, or rear, even grade rear guard. So you can only get rid of, like, two things. That's true, that's true. So, yeah, even if you have a full board, because it's never going to count your vanguard. Huh. Yep. So it's killed your opponent's front row, basically. Yes. Huh. This card uh, is, exists. Soul Blast 3 is so heavy. Yeah. Soul Blast 3 is a lot. I don't think Alessio is using Soul for much else, but, like, Soul Blast 3 is a lot, and also having four even-grade units is probably not what you want for Alessio. Mm-hmm. And also, like, um, 
the like Soul Blast Three is one of those costs that like if you soul charge a lot, you don't really have to think about like in mm-hmm. Bruce. Yeah. But like in a deck that doesn't soul charge at all, it's like it's just something that you have to like constantly be aware of. Like you're basically gonna be able to do this once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so cause that's actually not great, huh? Yeah. No. This card seems really cool in theory, but then all of the caveats they throw on top of it is just like why? Honestly feel like this is Soul Best Three Retire One. Yeah, that's basically what it says. <laughs> so that's Especially uh... when you compare it to the other uh Alestiel support, which is a little further down the line. Yeah. Well, we'll see we'll see when we get there. Yep. So the other is the third in the Earns Correct supporters. Right, wait, no, Earns Correct supporter Riona. Um, so this is a grade one, 8K, normal power for everyone. Uh, so an auto on rearguard circle. When your other rearguard with Earns Correct in its card name is retired during your opponent's turn, if this card is on rearguard circle, you can soul bless one, discard a card, and add the retired unit back to your hand. Retired unit back to your hand. This is some protection against your opponent, you know, doing exactly the thing I said to do earlier. You know, kind of watch what you search for, watch mm-hmm. what you, uh, you know, dry check and try to, like, make sure that you can't assemble the five, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My worry is that, oh, this is not once per turn, which is also pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But then they would just retire this first. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it's like the Rose Whip girl in Magnolia. Like, you can't target my thing in front. Okay, so I'll target with the Rose Whip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except compared to Magnolia, trying to protect your rear guards is way more important than this deck, so the fact that this card is not particularly good at its job makes it really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh I will say this, it is protected by the fact that some Vanguard players cannot read. Yeah. Ah, so Yeah. That so that's is, that's a bonus. That mm-hmm. is a thing. But I feel like if they can't read, they also won't be thinking about what cards you have, so like which yeah. pieces you have or don't not have. <laughs> but I think Ernest Correct is just not amazing. It's not the worst in the set by far, but like, not great. I think that just like it gets better with more stuff mm-hmm. and uh, more options, which is kind of the case in any deck. But uh, mm-hmm. let's see, we have Joining Clasp. Ernesta, so we did another Ghost uh, 8K Grade 1 in the back row rear when your other Ghost is placed on rear during the battle phase. Stand her. It says back row rear guard? Yes. Yep. God damn it. Yeah, so... Well, because yeah, cause Wealthy Rosa can only call the front anyways. Yeah. I guess so... it could move out of the way, but, like, you could have one call... Yeah, I guess it's, it's fine. I'm glad yeah. that it can't work in front row. Mm-hmm. But that... Yeah, but if it was in front row, then you couldn't cal- get a second call with Felty Rosa anyways. So I guess it works out to about the same. Yeah. Um, and then I know we were ripping on uh, Everlasting Sapphire, but uh, Quiet Love Olivia, and that's with an E, not an O, uh, AK Grade 1, when you play Everlasting Sapphire, if your Vanguard is Wallista, you draw a card. That card's, this card's just good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I'm pretty sure you just have to play it. Oh, of yeah, course. You play, you play four of this, and you hope to draw it every game with your Sapphires. Yeah. Like, you want to play Sapphire, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, because Sapphire allows you to call two yep. with uh, Willista skill. Yeah. So, like, but Sapphire being a minus is a huge, pro- is like, the huge downside of the card, right? So if yeah. you find this card, 
Like, honestly, you probably just mold for this. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like I order. think the ride line can search out your gem order, so you don't need to worry about that. Yeah, and you just like, okay, cool. And now I can like sapphire without minusing, and then like you can start sending up as early as grade two. And then if you don't have another sapphire, I'm killing this later is not a huge deal because you already got the value off of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and this stacks too. If you have multiple of them, you're drawing two, mm -hmm. three, etc. Yeah, um, the only thing is you're not going to be able to play multiple sapphires in a turn, right? Obvious reasons. Although. <laughs> This doesn't work early because it only works with the grade three realista. Oh, my apologies. So, yeah, if, like, this, if this worked know. on grade two, this card would be really sick, actually. Yeah. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, that is not. Why do I not... always? Why did I always get the like boring one line of effect cards this whole set? <laughs> uh, this was by design. Oh, of course, yes, yes. clearly, totally on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So back to more or less DL support. We have Rainbow Bright Wings LMUL. So grade one AK. White wing, active with odd grades. When it's placed on rear guard circle, if your opponent's vanguard is grade three or greater, counter blast one. Choose one of your rear guards for every three odd grade units, and it gets power plus five and critical plus one until end of turn. Can't choose the same unit twice. This is called Rainbow Bright. <laughs> yeah, so... This card uh, is actually kind of sick. Yeah. It, it feels really weird to say this, right? Yeah. But you can cons if you like play your deck in a way that like plays to this card, mm -hmm. and want and get like the full field like three 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 one one one. Uh -huh. You have a full front row of, of like crit plus one. Yep, which is kind of fog. And then if you manage to get the double enabler off, then your front row is at plus ten k with a crit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just super sweet. Yeah, I think this card is just much better than the Blackwing equivalent. Oh, definitely. Because, like, being restricted to two units is actually relevant, more relevant for your own cards, because Alestiel herself already gains a crit, mm -hmm. so you're only really needing to buff your rear guards. Like, I think the, I think the strategy Bushiroad intended is that you're supposed to use, like, the grade fixing so that you can have have like different wings active depending on the skill you need. I but I feel like what's actually going to happen is you just shove your deck full of odd grade units and play this to get crits and then if you have the double enabler that is the only time you will ever use a black wing ability. Makes sense. I mean like the I think that's what Bushira tends to do. It's like you can do this or you can do this and people are like, "Well, I want to do this as much as possible. The other one's good, but like so I'm just going to you know, focus on this one thing. Most of the time, what people do is not what Boucheret intends. Yep. And I think that, actually, I think that's the case with any TCG. They're like, you could do it like this. And they're like, no, I'm just going to do uh, a Zodiac Rod Bowl and go ham. So, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we have Spirit Recharge Luisa. So, Grave 1 6K. Uh, when it boosts, if your vanguard sung a song this turn, gets power plus 5,000 until in the battle, and then if it's in the back row center, counter charge one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so good! <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, you dude. Can just counter you can just counter charge, it's fine. Easy. This is better than that booster that Bruce has that lets it get triple drive. Like, so much it, better. It is just 6k, but like, a, where, where else are you calling a 6k? Calling a 6k to, a back, to like, side back row is like kind of troll yeah mm -hmm. and like you're basically only calling this behind vanguard yeah yeah 
This is this is sick. It's an 11k booster for Laurel Narrow. So like, turn four she can be, I think 54k with a crit, with guard restrict. Vomit. If you have like your optimal turn. Oh my <laughs> god. What do you think she's eating? And you had five attacks that turn. Is this gonna be the new thing? Like this is what's gonna, you know, take the I world mean, by storm? Or no, I don't think it's that good. But oh, like the rear guards are, rear guards are kind of lacking in power. So like, I think people compared it to D police, where your rear guards are like kind of garbage, but they enable your vanguard to be big, huge. So yeah, you I, just, I respect this. Yeah, you just have like five. You have five middling attacks that are mildly annoying, and then one really big attack your opponent probably can't guard. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like the art on this, too, where it's like a school mm -hmm. girl, and she's like a vampire, kind of, and is eating popcorn. I don't know. It's neat. Is, she, uh, is she eating, um, like, popcorn? This looks like a popcorn it's, bag. Yeah, it looks like popcorn bag. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, good card. And then the last two double R's are the orders that we've already read. Yeah, that being aimed to be the strongest idol in six flower fractals, and then uh, five we over triggers. We have five over triggers that all have the same ability. So it's just uh, when you the additional effect is during the fight you have a continuous all during your turn all rear guards get power plus ten thousand. Yeah, I would use the one with the clamp art. <laughs> That's interesting that they... Why would they make five of them all with the same effect? Is it just uh, for... Different art. Yep. This is, they're basically just emulating the main five nations where they have the five ride lines and then five theme cards for them, which is a total waste of space, and I hate it. They also made five sentinels that all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I suppose it makes these cards more accessible if you care about Lyrical Monasterio, which nobody does. Damn. So, like... Really cool art that. on these, too. What a waste. Yeah. But, like, there is that, but, like... Yeah, the fact that they all just do the same thing kind of makes this just a waste of space. Mm -hmm. Stuff that could have been used to support the TD. <laughs> Come on. Right. It writes itself. Um... There is exactly one card that benefits from other units being returned to hand, and it's a grade 2 8k that gains 5k power. That's it? That's the... Yes, that's all it does, is <sighs> when, it, when your other unit is returned to hand, it gets 5k. What's the name on that? I don't remember, and I don't care. Awesome. Uh, I, I was going to try and use that as a segue to be like, okay, that's the end of the double R's. Let's get into any commons or rares that interest us. But... Can't <laughs> nope. even... I can't even think of anything interesting. Like, I'm sure they exist, but, like, looking through it, a, I mean, a chunk of them are just, like, the lower-grade versions of all of the grade 3s. And I don't know how many of them are that relevant. Because, like... Hmm. I mean, I'll read Laurel Narrows because it's kind of important for her. Okay. So, uh, the grade 2 is, like, during your turn, if your order zone has a face-up card, it gets power... Plus 5,000, and then uh, when you ride on top of it, search your deck or hand for a grade 2 song, reveal it, put in your order zone. If you search your deck, shuffle. If you put it from hand, draw a card. Yeah, and the other grade 2 songs here, so there's, a, I believe, two mm -hmm. more of them? Yes. 
Okay, so there's Crimson Runway, uh, which is, I don't know, pretty cool name, actually. Yeah. Uh, so when this card is put in your order zone, if your opponent's vanguard is greater or greater, draw a card, no cost. And then order zone, when the song is sung, choose one of your vanguards and gets critical plus one until end of turn. Yep. Neat. So that one's pretty neat. The autumn leaves kind of look like the crit symbol a little bit. Yeah, and then the other one is the sounds, the sound of waves at twilight. Uh, really weird art going on. Like the art, like is really like I don't know. <laughs> Perspective <laughs> is a bit weird. This looks yeah. like in Majora's Mask, like right when the moon crashes. A little bit. <laughs> so when it's put into order zone, you choose one of your vanguards gets powerful as five k. And then when its song is sung, all your front row units get power plus 5k and one to turn. Which is a fine early song, uh, but mm -hmm. I think one of the less important ones. Yeah. And then, uh, where is the Raid 1 song? Innocent Happiness. So that one is just... This one doesn't have an effect when played, but in the order zone, when you sing it, draw a card, give your Vanguard plus 5k. Oh. Hmm. I think you just always play this first, because... Adva free advantage, and the deck isn't doing much early anyways. Like, I think Laurel Narrow is comparable to Bruce as the closest equivalent, where you have a big, huge turn four, where you can restand your units and get big power on your vanguard with the guard restrict, and then like, you just kind of spend your early game dirtling around drawing cards. And trying not mm -hmm. to die, yeah. Um, dang. So... Yeah, and then the grade one is just when you ride on uh, for Laurel Narrows, when you ride on top of it, you search a grade one song order from hand and their deck and put it in, and same thing if you put it from hand, draw a card. Nice, but it's nice that all of your songs are searchable. It's not like a yep. thing you gotta deal with. Um, so sure. I, I know the uh, Thomas and Riders section is a little paltry, but uh, what's this rant you have boiling under the surface? Let's close that. Fish the episode season is with stupid, that. and I, fish season is stupid, and I hate it. Like I am so tired of fish season. Everyone is tired of fish season. Like this is coming after, uh, fucking monster strike. So we have two back-to-back -back sets where basically no one cares, and you know, especially for monster strike because we're not getting it in English, and followed up by lyrical monasterio where. The ride lines themselves are interesting, but the ma but the rest of the set is all like really mediocre support that is on the level of set one for the five nations, which is infuriating because the whole point of nations was that we weren't doing this shit anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like we weren't having this thing where decks are just being left behind because we're supporting something else right now, although encounter cards kind of fucked uh, Eugene and Hexaorb anyways, but I digress. So, you know, it just feels like Lyrical... They keep talking about Lyrical Monasterio like it's a part... It's supposed to be a regular part of the game because, you know, with Cold Labs, you kind of have an understanding that unless they say otherwise, they're kind of one and done, right? Yeah. Like, they do it, it comes out, it's playable, not really in... for, uh, what's it called? Token Ronbu. They weren't great, but, like, you know you know what it is. It's just a thing that you play, like, once for the novelty, and then, you know, it kind of, it's done. We're not seeing it again for, like, a year or two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, Lyrical Monasterio is being billed as a regular part of the game because every time they have any kind of director's talk or anything, they're always talking about, like, yeah, we plan on regularly supporting, like, the Five Nations and Lyrical Monasterio. You know, we're going to deliver content for that. But then, you know, we're two sets in. We're finally getting the Six Nation as its own special set segregated from everything else. It's at a lower power level than the things we're getting in set two. I don't even know if we're going to get 20k fronts. It's looking like we're not because they're just giving us three of each trigger. So, you know, we're not even getting like quality of life updates that a lot that the deck got in set two. And then what? We already have sets three and four confirmed. So, you know, earliest that we're going to get a lyrical set two is after another two sets of the five nations where you know who knows how many things that they're gonna get updated and then is lyrical monasterio just gonna be two sets behind again when we get there like they're finally gonna bring it up to set two levels when everything is already two sets beyond that you know and then there's the bullshit that they just didn't support Kyrie in any way they gave like two cards and then put a bunch of on plays because oh you return things to hand so you can get your on-play abilities again. You know, we don't have to think about if the deck can bounce anything to hand or not. And again, it's going to be like six months before we get any kind of support for this. Yeah, and then they would be almost like incentivized to make the same mistake again. Because what made Bermuda Triangle the way it was, was that once a year release schedule where they're like okay we gotta make this last and then they just completely wrench the game to a higher like echelon in terms of power creep and also just like the attitude of the player base where you know because bushi road doesn't treat it like it's a regular part of the game even though it is like the player base does it too nobody likes fish season everyone gets annoyed when we just have to sit sit here for a month watching a set that the majority of players don't care about like, clan boosters in general have always been shitty because it's just, like, 90% of the player base is is just, like, irrelevant right now while this one clan or nation gets supported. Like, you know, the English player base likes to fillet Orphist all the time, but if they just made a booster set that was all Brantgate, we would all be so sick of it by the end because everyone who doesn't play Brantgate is just like, so are we getting anything anytime soon? And usually the response to that is, well, you'll get your regular set soon, but it's just, it's, it's boring, it incentivizes the, the game to power creep itself because you are only giving to one thing at a time, like, might be time to go a little socialist with your, uh, release schedule here. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of boring in terms of, like, okay, we gotta, you know, do X, Y, and Z, but I think if you give just little bits at a time on each set, it uh, it's more interesting in the long run mm -hmm. than just kind of blowing your load and uh, being stuck for a year. Like, I would much rather they just stuck to, like, one or two good... Like, smaller set, because it's only one nation, get, like, two, maybe... Th because they're putting new ride lines in the set three, I'd say maybe make, like, three decently good archetypes in a smaller set and then once that's done just shove them in the main set and instead 
we have six ride lines. One isn't being supported properly, and a lot a lot of the rest of them are half baked. And who knows when the fuck they're gonna support it next? Like, and I thought what they had said at the beginning when Overdress was revealed was that you know they were gonna fold Lyrical Monasterio into the main set, but it doesn't look like that's what's happening anymore. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're still just having. Lyrical Monasterio be its own thing for no fucking reason, and nobody likes it. Us included. It's boring for us. It doesn't benefit Lyrical Monasterio players. Like, people who don't care about Lyrical Monasterio are frustrated because they take up a month of reveals, and if you just folded it into the main set, then it would be like maybe a couple days, right? They -hmm. reveal it on stream, and then usually for the next couple of days, the daily reveals are also going to be cards for the same nation. And then, you know, you move on. You just go on to the next nation. It's fine. So you, you said that, uh, like, the, I guess the optimal number would be, like, around three right lines. Which ones would you cut from this? Like, uh, if you were going to, like, bad. Thanos snap them. The bad ones? Yeah, but they all kind of suck, so. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Laurel Narrow and Felty Rose are fine, so if I'm going by the ones that don't suck, then those would be the two I keep, and then they could actually support Kyrie from the TD. Mm-hmm. That would that would uh, be probably preferable. I'm not sure whether five archetypes one set, so like a lot. Mm-hmm. For not I mean, having like some of them supported already. It feels like something you should be able to do, but this isn't the size of a full set, right? This is like smaller than a normal set. Uh, or is no, it the I think same? I think it's the same because it's like 120 cards, I think. God, where did they waste all the card space then? Or, uh, over triggers and PGs. Yeah, yeah. Oh having, yeah. Yeah, five having five over triggers, five PGs, and uh, let's see, twelve uh, twelve triggers. Right, 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 right. So. And I think this might be the first time that we've done a set review and have been done in under an hour, because usually these go longer uh, than nice. our usual episodes. So hooray for that. For the because best. Even, yeah, because even I can't bring myself to give a fuck, and I'm the Bermuda guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the bright side, I have obtained a PS5. Nice. <laughs> well done. Um... I, I saw a picture once where someone photoshopped uh, Kaiba's head onto the top of a PS5, and it looks like his jacket, and I can't like, yeah, see it. Yeah, everyone did that the first day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So, uh, you know, what did you think of the set? Uh, are you going to buy it? What deck are you going to play? All that good stuff. Uh, let us know. Uh, Patreon. or at Nexus at Night, Twitter, Instagram. Support the show, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Where can they find us in places? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the, at the time you're hearing this, on like the day it comes out, I will be on the Burbank Comedy Festival that night and the following night. So August 18th and 19th. Uh, links will be on my Twitter if anyone is in the area and wants to come out. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks to Darren, Cole, and Josh and the rest of the patrons. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And we made it under an hour. Good night, everybody.